us. To print it. Oh, cool. Um, and so that's that's my 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 last big project for this year. Mm -hmm. And then um, for 2016, I've got um, hopefully another new issue of the magazine will come out. Right. As well as um, a Gearhead compilation. So featuring some, you know, old bands I've worked with as well as new material. Good. I just signed the Merry Widows. Ah, yes. The label. So we'll be working on a new Merry Widows record. Cool. Um, and then, of course, you know, I got the clothing line up and running as well. So yes. I'm working on a couple of new designs, clothing designs, too, T-shirts. Yes. Yes, and I mentioned that in my intro uh, about how, you know, basically Gearhead is kind of a, a lifestyle brand in a lot of ways. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's always been a little confusing. People have always been like, well, wait, what about Gearhead Magazine? Oh, wait, is it the record label? And, you know, it's all in, it's an all encompassing brand. It's right. It's everything that people like us, you know, kind of need or want. Mm -hmm. It's music, it's something to read, and it's something to listen to, um, and something to wear. Right. Um, and so that's really how I'm moving forward with it at this point is, is promoting it as a lifestyle brand. Well, that's exactly what uh, it, it, it is, uh, lends itself to. I mean, you know, the, the iconic Gearhead uh, um, logo, particularly, is uh, it's so awesome. I mean, it just is big and bold, and it really does encompass what, you know, what you're all about, which is, you know, great rock and roll, uh, pinup girls, hot rods. I mean, all the things we, that make worth life worth living, I think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So these are all good things. So, um, you know, one of the things I alluded to in my intro was, uh, you know, something that you and I have talked about, which is a Gearhead TV kind of a thing, which would be one more yeah. aspect yeah. of this lifestyle brand. I think we should make that happen. It's something I really, you know, I had wanted to try and get that going this year. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's everything I have this tendency I get really excited about stuff and then uh. I don't quite realize quite how much time and energy <laughs> and money it takes to do the projects that I've got rolling around in my head <laughs> so um, <laughs> that I had to put that on hold it was I just there was I'm you know it's a I'm a one person show it's there just wasn't enough of me yeah to do everything well um, I think we're gonna yeah, have to clone you honey 16 that's that is very much all right something um that uh, I would like to start working on is, is That's a, right. a Gearhead TV show. All right. Why not, right? I mean, uh, it'd be so fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. There's just so much imagery that would be great, and, you know, I know how to get that imagery. So we'll, we'll, we'll make, we'll, let's work hard yes, to make that happen. Doing, huh? Yeah. So let's work hard to make that happen because it's cool. exciting, and, you know, I mean, it'd just be, it'd be fun. You know, I, I, w I like to do stuff that's fun, so. so yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, all sorts of neat stuff. It's, you know, you can go out to the drag strip. Oh, I know. You know, go to the, the clubs. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, th there could be some really fun stuff there. Yeah. So, well, at the very least, uh, we're uh, something that I wanted to mention. It's in the offing, and hopefully we'll be able to put it together, uh, is have some gearhead bands at the Reality Check TV X Mass party uh, at the end of the year, tentatively slated for December 26th, which I believe is a Saturday this year. So uh, that should be fun. So let's work yeah, on that. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so I guess really, if people want to find out more, 
where are the places to go? You have a Twitter, I know. Yes, there's, there's, the easiest thing to do is go to the website, yeah. headhq.com, HQ for headquarters. Right. I'm in the process of collecting everything together under one umbrella. umbrella yeah. So um, go to gearheadhq.com, and you can see the record label there, the magazine there, but then also all the social media stuff is there. Mm -hmm. So uh, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, uh, SoundCloud. All right. So you got a presence on almost everything there. Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, I'm, I'm learning. I'm, yeah. I'm learning. <laughs> it ain't easy. Granted, it ain't easy. So, great. Well, fantastic. GearheadHQ.com, or at, I believe it's at H, uh, GearheadHQ on Twitter as well, if I'm correct. It's uh, um, on um, Instagram. It's at Gearhead underscore brand. Gearhead. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. So, uh, for, for all you social media mavens out there, you like to visit, uh, you know. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. What? No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling my listeners, for all the social media mavens out there, they should go to GearheadHQ.com or at GearheadHQ on Twitter and so on. Just check all that stuff out and see what's what's in the catalog. Yeah, there's, um, like I said, there's a, a blog on the on the website. It's under the news section. Nice. And I'm just I'm putting up um, pictures and stories from the past. Like I said, I just wrote that whole story on the hives. And in fact, I emailed it to the hives so nice. they could read it. And uh, Nicholas wrote back and he's like, wow. It's so amazing hearing things from your perspective. It's just such a different take on, on what happened. <laughs> so that, that was kind of neat. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, fantastic. Michelle, the Reverend Michelle, uh, it's been fantastic chatting with you. Thank you so much Thank for it. Thank you, uh, doll. It was so good seeing you the other night at the 15-year the anniversary party. It was I was fun. thrilled and privileged to be there. To see some of the footage that you came up with. Yes. It's going to be great. And, it was, uh, and I should tell people... Uh, the awesome uh, Miss Gearhead contest was uh, a closely fought battle, but uh, was eventually won by uh, Jennifer, Jennifer from uh, The Merry Widows, actually. Uh, took yeah. That. Gosh, she's so gorgeous. She's a, she's a, she's a lovely woman. So all those things are th right there, uh, and we'll get the footage to you soon from, from Reality cool. Check TV. Yeah, yeah, let me know, and I'll, I'll put it up on, on the yeah. website you got it all right so thank you again reverend michelle thank you so much honey and you take care of yourself blast talking to you and getting to share some gearhead history with you yes it's been great so again everybody gearheadhq.com that's the place to go uh thanks again and we'll talk to you soon you take care okie doke sounds good bye 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 All right, that was the lovely Reverend Michelle of uh, Gearhead Records, and we got some uh, good info, good 411 on the uh, the happenings there at Gearhead, and uh, it looks like a pretty bright future. So I hope uh, everybody goes and checks that out. GearheadHQ.com is the place to go, or at GearheadHQ, I believe, on Twitter, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, there is a Gearhead page on Facebook, and so on and so forth. And just to remind everybody who uh, may be listening that um <coughs> my personal twitter is at ace reality check uh, there is a facebook page for um uh ace space radio it's uh, facebook.com slash ace space radio show 
Um, there is, of course, Reality Check TV, realitycheckTV.com. That is the main place to go, and there are links to all of the social media there, um, as well as, um, and I should mention also, at Reality Check TV 2, the number 2, um, <coughs> is the Twitter, and they're at, at Reality Check TV on Instagram. We're not on Pinterest or Tumblr or a lot of these other ones, but uh, those are the good main places to go. So please do visit those and, um, you know, check us out. We're also on YouTube, of course. And uh, hopefully we'll be teaming up with Gearhead in the future. Um, y- you know, we are looking forward to doing this project should it go down um, because it would dovetail with what Reality Chick TV would be about but also would be discreet um, and kind of centered on s- specific items, whereas... Reality Check TV is a little bit more all-encompassing. So, let's see. Um, I do have some more uh, stuff from uh, the Gearhead catalog and this particular um, compilation, which um, the lovely Michelle gave to me. Um, <coughs> this is from the Thingmaker compilation. And again, you can find that at Gearhead Records. Um, the um, URL, again, is gearheadhq.com. Uh, I mentioned that the helicopters are on here. I played the helicopters. What else did I want to listen to? Let's see. There is uh, the Nomads and the Dukes of Hamburg. And a little further down here uh, on a bonus track is American Heartbreak. So we'll bust those out, and then I'll uh, I'll, uh, be back with more chatting. And uh, see what else. I I have some Merry Widows here for you. Maybe I'll play some Merry Widows, or who knows. I also have uh, the Hives Full Length, Barely Legal, that Michelle talked about. And um, I don't know. What the hell else am I going to play? Who knows? But thanks for sticking around here. It's it's a very humid day here in San Francisco, and I'm hoping to get out of the studio before the downpour. I have a feeling it's going to rain pretty hard. Um, It's been threatening off and on all day, and it, it did rain a little bit. So we need the rain. I just hope I can get through without getting soaked before I make it back all the way across town to the inner Richmond. So again, uh, you're listening to Ace of Space on MutinyRadio.fm. And let's go with the Nomads from Thingmaker Gearhead Records Compilation. To the drag strip and I can't wait I'll pick up a seven and I won't be late See you on the short track down the line To all the drivers in this here town See you on the short track down the line Who did it water in the fastest town 
We're back on MutinyRadio.fm. You're in Ace's space. That is yours truly. Thanks for joining me. I'm so happy uh, to be here. Um, I've got some more great shows coming up in the next few weeks, so I'll detail that for you. Next Wednesday, October 7th, I suggest you mark this one down. My guest will be... Uh, it's going to be a little different, actually. This, n this guest on next week's show will be um, a little bit out of my ordinary kind of comfort zone, um, but he's a dear friend. Mr. Dennis Hoff of the Moonlight Bunny Ranch, a great guy and a fabulous entrepreneur of flesh. I mean, that's what the guy does. He uh, owns several houses of ill repute in Nevada and uh, has had a... For quite some time has had a HBO show called Cat House, uh, which kind of gives everybody a little insight as to how things work when you go. Um, it's filmed at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch, which is just one of several of his establishments um, scattered around in Nevada. Um, uh, the uh, Moonlight Bunny Ranch is out in like near Carson City or something. I've been out there once and... Um, Anyway, Dennis is a fantastic guy, and he's hilarious, loves rock and roll, loves beautiful women, loves all the things that, uh, you know, uh, I personally enjoy, and um, I know many of my uh, listeners and friends do. So tune in next week. Dennis Hoff, Moonlight Bunny Ranch, and Cat HBO's Cat House will be my guest, and we'll talk about all things uh, relating to uh, the sex part of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <coughs> and whatever he's up to, um, his, I know his birthday just recently passed, and there's been anniversaries and stuff, and I keep meaning to go back to the ranch and hang out, because um, I went up there once, and they were filming an episode of Cat House, and um, I was waiting, you know, on the set to do a scene, and um, one of the girls, uh, Air Force Amy, who's one of the well, very well-known women who works at the, at the Bunny Ranch, um, kind of had a meltdown and just, uh, so I didn't get to do my scene, but they were kind enough to even throw me a little something for my trouble. And I had a guy who drove me up there. So he drove me all the way back to, from Carson city, all the way back to the bay, which was, uh, you know, was really nice and lots of fun. And, um, I had a good time hanging out there, even though I didn't, you know, I'm probably the only motherfucker who's ever gone to the Moonlight Bunny Ranch and not gotten laid crazy as it sounds so um hopefully we'll make that happen in the near future it's just for a a, a different kind of a experience but you know they throw massive parties there all the time and dennis has blowout big time blowout birthday parties and whatnot and he's a genuinely awesome cat so 
Um, next week, Dennis Hoff, Moonlight Bunny Ranch, and HBO's Cat House. Please don't miss it. A little further down the line, uh, Dava She-Wolf of uh, Star and Dagger um, will be joining me on the air to talk about uh, where things are at with her current outfit, Star and Dagger. Um, some of you may or may not know that uh, Dava was in a band called the Psycho Sluts from Hell. And the Psycho Sluts from Hell put out a record on, I think it was Sony Records, probably in the early 90s. And it probably would have come and gone, except the single uh, video was played on MTV's Beavis and Butthead. And it got a huge boost, and they ended up touring all over the planet. Um, they did a, a, a couple, I think they did at least one tour, if not more, with um, Motorhead. So that's great. And um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, they basically, uh, you know, did the one record and one, you know, did a spin around the block. And then uh, the band broke up um, a little bit of uh, internal politics. Uh, so Dava was, her handle, stage handle was uh, Hundy One Percenter. And each of the band members had different uh, cool stage names. They're all great girls, and I've had the genuine pleasure of uh, hanging with all of them. And um, Dava particularly has been my friend now for 15, 20 years going on. And uh, one of the things that kind of led to her doing her her trip, her current trip with Star and Dagger, is um, I asked if she would come up with a, uh, a reality check TV theme song. Which she did, and Shauna from or Sean uh, from White Zombie, who's uh, the uh, bass player and the basically the head of Star and Dagger, um, plays on that, and that was their kind of their first collaboration uh, as artists. Even though they'd known each other for years, obviously White Zombie also being from New York, as Cycle Slits were. And that led to them hanging out and collaborating, and then that gave birth to Star and Dagger, and Lenny Kay, I think, was the one who actually said, you, should, you guys should be in a proper band together. Um, Lenny Kay is uh, from the Patti Smith group, and also did a great magazine called Roxine back in the 70s and 80s. And um <clears throat> so I'm happy to have been a, a bit of a catalyst there. Um, so she will be my guest in two weeks. So uh, everybody uh, keep tuning in because there will be more and uh, different guests as we go along. Um, and if you've been following along all this time, I mean, there is a link uh, to the past shows, which are available in podcast form. So you can download them to your laptop or to your device, or you can listen to them streaming. Um, and the link is on realitychecktv.com because it's it's something like uh, it's it's a weird uh, web address, so I'm not even going to say it because there'll be no way for anybody to copy it down. Just go to realitychecktv.com and click the link and scan through. There's a lot of variety in there. There's a couple of shows where it's just me uh, just talking and playing music, and then there's a, a wide variety of of uh, interviews by a bunch of different artists, uh, some well-known, some not so, um, a lot of local artists, and uh, that's how we, uh, you know, we do it around here. So thanks again for tuning in. 
I'm going to play a couple of more tracks off of this particular compilation. Again, um, today's show is all about Gearhead Records. Um, if you're just tuning in online, I went to the 15th anniversary party this past weekend in Sacramento. I had to go all the way to Sacramento for this. Uh, so this is what I do for you guys, just uh, making it happen, trying to, uh, you know, go far afield to, you know, get good material and find out about cool stuff going on and be part of, you know, awesome uh, events uh, wherever they might happen. So that's part of what Reality Check is doing. A little bit further on down the line, I think we're going to be at Judas Priest, which is October 20th. I also believe, and don't hold me to this, but we are looking at heading out for the 25th anniversary of Chiller Theater, which happens every year in northern New Jersey. And for those of you who don't know, I'm a New York native by birth, and um, so I'll be you know, visiting the home area. Um, the event happens in Parsippany, which is uh, not far from uh, you know, uh, uh, New York City. And uh, so we're going to try for that. I'll have more information on that. But uh, I suggest everybody who's not familiar with Chiller Theater, um, if you get a chance to be in the New York area on the 22nd through the 25th, I think it is, um, yeah, you should go out to Chiller Theater because they have great guests. And when I mean great guests, I'm talking, you know, there will be music guests uh, like the uh, aforementioned Richie Scarlett, who plays with Ace Fraley. Ace Fraley himself will also be there, I, I understand. Um, Lita Ford and uh, Marky Ramone and people like that. So there's the music part of it, but it's more about, you know, uh, stuff like uh, sci-fi and horror and whatnot. And um, one of the really cool guests that will be there will be Ava Vagoda, who people may know from uh, Barney Miller and Fish, his TV shows. But he, of course, has an iconic role in The Godfather as uh, one of the gangsters. So uh, Abe Vigoda is making an appearance. And who else will be there? Um, the entire re uh, surviving Lost in Space um, cast will be there. And a bunch of other people, Petticoat Junction and Hee Haw and all kinds of... And that's one of the cool things about uh, Chili Theater is it kind of pulls from a little wider scope of pop culture and, and and they get a lot of guests that are unique to their event only that don't do the circuit of you know uh comic cons and and uh all the other um uh you know awesome conventions but those are more centered around comic books this is a little more pop culture-y so to the theater that is happening 22nd through the 24th or 5th uh, of October. Um, so again, that is a maybe. But if it happens, I'll be letting you guys know and uh, giving you all the details uh, from there. A little bit further down the line than that, at the end, one month uh, from now, will be uh, Halloween night. Yours truly will be DJing with uh, DJ Omar uh, and uh, and a bunch of other people at the Cat Club for the Club 16 Halloween, and that's going to be great. Um, I may even paint my face like Ace Farrelly, my namesake. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, a couple more tracks for you, and uh, then 
I'll be saying so long. And again, just a reminder, uh, I'm going to keep on pounding this bad boy into you. If you want to find out more about me personally and Reality Check TV and Ace of Space, please go to realitychecktv.com, facebook.com slash realitychecktv. Um, my Twitter handle, at Ace Reality Check, or at Reality Check TV 2, the number 2, Reality Check TV 2. And uh, there's also Facebook.com slash Reality Check TV, Facebook.com slash Ace of Space Radio Show. So don't forget the show. Because um, I had a different Ace of Space Radio page, which I can no longer administer because I had to make a whole new page. Thanks, Facebook. You know, I shouldn't even promote fucking Facebook, but, you know, it's a, it's, it's a necessary evil. So the next track I'm going to play here is, again, from this Thingmaker uh, Gearhead Records compilation. And uh, this bad boy uh, features uh, my friend Billy Rowe from Jetboy. This was his band that he did uh, in the years when Jetboy wasn't happening called American Heartbreak. And they put out several great records um, and uh, a bunch of singles and, and whatnots on compilations like this one. Um, but American Heartbreak is no more. Jetboy is back, though. Jetboy actually played at the um, Cat House reunion, um, and that's the Cat House of L.A., the, the club, not the place out in Nevada that I mentioned. Uh, <coughs> um, yeah, so... Um, but this is uh, still a good song and a great band, and you're going to like it, so crank it. You listen to Ace of Space on mutinyradio.fm. i 
Ace of Space, MutinyRadio.fm. Got a couple more for you, and I am out of here. Thanks again for tuning in. Um, we'll leave you with a couple of uh, The Merry Widows tunes. And I'm presuming that this record is, because uh, this was like a, a burnt CD, so hopefully it plays. But I do see some album cover art here. Um, for It's called The Devil's Outlaws in the cover art's awesome there's hot rods on there and there's um it, it looks all, a lot like a russ meyer film so uh we'll leave you with uh death city usa and snakebite kind of love and this is from the devil's outlaws the merry widows and then uh i'm uh, gonna blast off in outer space so thanks again for joining me here on ace of space i'm out of this place uh, next week, Dennis Hoff, Moonlight Money Ranch, and HBO's Cat House. Don't miss that. Guaranteed to be strange and entertaining. The Merry Widows. Ace of Space, MutinyRadio.fm.
got a snake by kind of And once I bite it's in your blood I'll be a copperhead queen Then I'm running through my veins Charade sent from a Snake by kind of blood. My reptile skin fits like a glove. It's temptation by the foot. Need you take a second look. The stuff that men's are made of. It's just a snake by kind of
And we're on. It's another edition of Sounds from the Street. I'm your humble host, DJ Aisha. Crystal is here to my left. How you doing? I'm not humble. <laughs> You're unhumble. I'm the unhumble sidekick. <laughs> I don't know where I came up with that. I've been doing that for a while now. <laughs> it sounds super professional. Like, like you know who you're talking about. I don't. <laughs> I know, but I, it sounds like you do. But That's just the beauty case, of it. Just in case the talent scout is, you know, <laughs> listening in. They know uh, They know what, what's up with us. Uh, you're listening to... Give us a job. <laughs> Give me a paid position, please. Yeah, I'm doing this for free. That's not true. I love doing this. No, it's not. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was not awkward. No. <laughs> and um, oh, so smooth. a couple songs from that last set. Apparently, Crystal does not know who Robert Palmer is. So nope. I'm just trying to explain what? it. Don't even want to know. Very famous, <laughs> you know, <laughs> singer from the 80s. And he passed away, I think, you know, a couple years ago or recently or something like that. Uh, he was in a band called Power Station. He was really famous. Um, that song is called Simply Irresistible. And before that was Letters to Cleo from 10 Things I Hate About You soundtrack, Cruel to Be Kind. And before that was The Specials, who we saw Ooh. about a year ago. Yeah, actually almost exactly a year ago. And the song is called Do Nothing. And my favorite thing to do. <laughs> and before that was Kraftwerk, who's playing two th or three shows. Two, three sold out shows at, yeah, the, at the Fox. Fox. God, I'm jealous. So that should be exciting if you're in the Bay Area and you want to check out some old school electronic. That music. was actually a really relaxing song. Usually they have some songs that sound very mm -hmm. robotic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but there's a song called song Robots. Oh, <laughs> so robots having sex. You've heard. Um, <laughs> they were kind of like the founding fathers. Some people, like um, Africa Bambada, has uh, cited them as an influence, and he even mm. sampled their music. So, like the roots for hip hop, electronic, pop music, that whole thing. And before that was Hole from Celebrity Skin. The song is called Awful. I love that. She song. is. Courtney <laughs> <laughs> Love is awful. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would beg to differ. I went to see her <laughs> at the Independent. You did. She played a sold-out show, and I thought she was great. So, so you're the only one who thinks so. that. So, not if <laughs> it's a sold-out show. Apparently, there was a bunch of other people that agree with me. So, anyways, um, how you ladies doing tonight? Awesome. You're making us laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Trying not to laugh right into the mic while you're not. And <laughs> Suganti are with us tonight, and you guys are going to be playing a couple songs for us. Yeah. yeah. Tell us a little bit about your music. About our music. Well, uh, my music comes from my heart, and I uh, kind of influenced a lot by blues and soul, and some folk, and some rock, and some pop. <laughs> well, that's a good start. <laughs> a little bit of everything. <laughs> and how did you guys get together originally? I've been playing and writing my songs for ooh, a long time, probably 15 years or something. And um, I played solo most of my, you know, adolescence and in my in my early 20s. I was mm -hmm. just doing cafe gigs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And about two years ago, I finally got the guts <laughs> yay to, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. to you know get some backing musicians and and put myself out there as a band leader mm -hmm. and um, 
it's kind of evolved, different musicians over the last couple of years, but um, what was it, about a year ago you started yeah, singing with yeah, me? Yeah, I, I quit my job and you traveled and I came back and I had time and I think it all kind of lined up, um, you know, and I had been friends for, for some time, maybe about a year before that and it just, it developed really kind of organically because I've sang my whole life just growing up and through school and everything like that and this is the first time I've had the opportunity to be a part of a project like this mm -hmm. and um, yeah it's just it's been a little adventure and I think like you said there's there's been evolution um, for her and how she's approached the music so it's it's fun for me to get to play a part in it for this season definitely yeah. and are you ladies from the Bay Area originally no I grew up in Milwaukee. Oh, awesome. And also in Israel. Oh, that's great. I spent about 10 years in Israel, and the rest of it in Milwaukee and in New York and traveling in the Far East. Oh, interesting. And uh, do you like New York? Did you like it when you were living there? No. Really? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I like the answer. <laughs> She's always I, honest. <laughs> yeah, look, I had spent my whole childhood and like adolescence, whatever, kind of dreaming of New York City. Right. It was like the only place that it was cool to be. And so I had to go live there once. And I'm glad that I did because otherwise I would never know. Mm -hmm. But it was just, I, cu I couldn't find people that actually cared about each other. Like it was, and I was only there for a year, so I'm sure if I would stay longer, there there'd be more. Um, community. But it was just a lot harder to build community. People were, are really there for like, a purpose like mm -hmm. a reason you know uh, whereas here in San Francisco and and it's a very the traditional Bay, city I think here it's like everyone connects with each other and supports each other and then grow much more mm -hmm. I guess that it probably confirmed for you too like sometimes you have to figure out what doesn't work for you yeah so that's why I'm glad I live there because it does not work <laughs> does not work and then um the midwest um how much time do you spend there I grew up there in Milwaukee, and then I was there in my early 20s mm -hmm. for a little while. Um, it's a cool place. Milwaukee definitely is a cool city. There's amazing musicians there. Did you ever go to Madison? I know it's, uh, that's also in Wisconsin. Yeah, I, have, I haven't spent much time there, but you know, friends that live there and stuff like that. Awesome, and um, did you wanna play a song for us? I would like to. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start, we're gonna start with Tender Twilight, which is um, the oldest song probably that I'll play. And it's a song I wrote in Israel. I wrote it in Hebrew originally mm -hmm. at um, the music school mm -hmm. that I was at. And, um, and then I translated it into English to make it accessible when I moved back to the States. <laughs> and um, it's just kind of a, a jazzy tune that um, I really enjoy singing with Suganti. I haven't played it in a while. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> me free 
What an awesome song. <laughs> <laughs> and when did you originally write that song? I think it was in um, 2006, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe 2004. Oh, and wow. I get, those, I get those years mixed up. Sometimes they're <laughs> a blur. Yes. <laughs> they were so long ago. They are a blur. And are you going to be playing any upcoming shows? I am excited to announce that I'm playing at TEDx Berkeley. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Independently organized. <laughs> yeah, I got this gig um, kind of last minute. Just came through about two weeks ago, or just last week, which is two and a half weeks from the date of the yeah. which is event. Which is February, Saturday, February 8th. Yeah. Correct. From 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. PST. Yeah, we're going to be playing at the very end, kind of the grand finale. 
Oh, wow. That's, yeah. that's good. It's pretty cool. <laughs> and it looks like tickets are available online through eventbrite.com. Uh, there's general admission for $100. There's you sh- If you're a Berkeley alumni, that's 75 And then current UC Berkeley students, faculty. Alex, Ed, can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com. California.com. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable. Alex! Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression? Alex! Ed! Can you? Alex! Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm gonna guess. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Oh, it's time for another House of Pride episode, episode 102, live from San Francisco, the gayest city in the world, waiting on my co-host, Lovely Pearl Tees, but in the meantime, we have, live from New York City, visiting San Francisco, J.S.J. Cruz. It's good to be back, and I'd like to mention, I think New York is the second gayest city in the world, or maybe the third, fourth? I think you're right. It's up there somewhere, or it's down there, depending on... Yeah. And you're speaking objectively, of course, because you're a het- hetero man. Yeah, and also subjectively being. and metaphorically and as a simile and like all that, all that good shit, yeah. We'll be right back. He's eye candy, by the way, for, gay, for the gay population. I have a face to radio. Pride is a live weekly show broadcast from Mutiny Radio Station every Wednesday from 6 to 8 p.m. If 
If you'd like to call us and partake, 415-550-0511. 415-550-0511. We're starting live in three minutes. Summertime by Rock Kelly, currently number four on Mass Pool Record Pool, United States Crossover Dance Chart, featuring Phil B, DJ Phil B, our friends, mix, Indian Summer, Summertime, Rock Kelly, check it out. summertime here in San Francisco. Today is uh, September what? <laughs> September 30th. It's the last day of September. Cool. So uh, if you got to pay bills, you should probably do that. Start thinking about the rent. You know I have that problem. Yes. Uh, we're speaking, uh, well, we're waiting on my lovely co-host, the, the wonderful and talented Pearl Tees, uh, but we, we have our first guest in the house with us, so we're going to get right into it, folks. Uh, we have S.J. Cruz, formerly from San Francisco, now a resident of New York City. But oh, Chicago, actually. Oh, but back here visiting for the time being. I'm not really sure where I live right now. He doesn't, he's in the blackout right now. <laughs> What day is it again? Could be in Chicago, could, could be in, in New York, but we'll, we'll just leave it at that. But yeah, well, I get confused all the time. <laughs> Walking over here, it's like, is this New York? Is this San Francisco? I got to stop doing so many drugs. 
That's right. We're, we're like the cloud, our show, House of Pride Radio, which is floating out there. You know, you can come on in anytime you want. Uh, and, you know, we could be, you know, over the Pacific, wherever you want, honey. Welcome. It's good to be <laughs> back. It's good to be back. S.J. Cruz. Uh, S.J. Cruz. What does that stand for? It stands for Esteban Joel Cruz Fernandez Soto Maldonado Lugo Saavedra El Primero. That sounded sexy as shit. (laughs) (laughs) Say hello to your people. My mother wasn't thinking sexy when she gave me that name. Oh, yeah, compañero. uh, Uh, We got the Tamale Prophet over here. Oh, yes. Welcome, Tamale Prophet. All righty. And um, you're you're, you're, um, descent from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Uh, Puerto Rico y España también. Okay. Un petit peu de marque. A A little what? Uh, a little bit Moroccan, too. Moroccan. And a little bit gypsy as well. I mean, I could read uh, your cards later if you I, want. You know, we should get gypsy love in here, and you guys could do I that. I think together. I might be Japanese, too. I mean, I love that calendar you show. Are you turning me. Japanese? I am turning Japanese, little as by little. As we speak. I just, I did, <laughs> I did show you the Asian um, boy calendar. Shout out to Danny Dan. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Where did that calendar go? Did you? Welcome to this week's edition of Regarding Sex. I shouldn't say week because we come to you live on the first and third of the month. And we welcome you. Obviously, it's the first Wednesday of the month. You're live with uh, at Regarding Sex from MutinyRadio.fm. This is your host, Will to Fly. Uh, my co-host, Spicy Spice, is on the East Coast for the month. So you'll be hearing from me uh, solo today, although we've got a very interesting uh, guest this this afternoon. And you'll uh, be hearing from Lulu Love and myself when we uh, reconvene on the third Wednesday of the month. So stay tuned to that. We've got some great shows, a little different, uh, more detail-oriented than uh, some of the ones we did in April. But uh, those were also the starting shows. So there you go. In any case, uh, we are going to have a guest in half an hour, and um, I do apologize for the late cut-in. Uh, it's a commuting country here in California, because we're coming live to you from San Francisco, California, and uh, I got bumped on the bridge on the way in, and nobody stopped, and so now I'm going to have to fix my car, because, of course, I pay for insurance, so then you never can use it, right? That, don't we all? Well, we should have a, a show on that. Uh, at some point. Anyway, if you'd like to call in live, you know you can, 415-550-0511, or you can call, contact either one of us, uh, any one of the three hosts, Lululoves at regardingsex.com, Spicy Spice at regardingsex.com, or myself, will to fly that's W-I-L-L-T-O-F-L-Y, at Regarding Sex, or you can look us up on uh, Facebook at Regarding Sex. We will be checking those throughout the show, so if you do have a question for our guests or a comment, please do give them to us. Uh, we will be, uh, I can even forward them. If, uh, if you would like to leave us a name and number, then we'll use that on the air. Whatever name and number you do use, 
Um, so do give us a, a call. And if you'd like to hear a show or you have some uh, a story you'd like to, to read on the show, we do have a storytelling hour. And we do have an opening this afternoon. So if you have a really great erotic piece of uh, fiction or nonfiction and you'd like to read it live, then uh, please do contact us. And uh, even if we can't get you on, we will have space for you in uh, some of the upcoming shows. In fact, uh, I believe that uh, one of the shows coming up here in the future will probably be just a storytelling show. It's, uh, it's kind of one of our favorite times, um, one of our favorite parts of the show, mostly because we get to stand out in the lobby, socialize, and drink while somebody else takes over the air, right? So it's like uh, free money, kind of. In any case, I am um, fully engaging, especially with myself. I think self-love is important. Self-radio is a little harder. So I will uh, probably ramble a bit more than I normally do, but... Um, you could call and take me off the air. That's the easiest way to do. 415-550-0511. If you're listening to the podcast, obviously that number only works on the first and third Wednesdays of the month from 8 to 10. Or you can come down. We do have a live sponsor. This is a live show. And a lot of our demonstrations and uh, our uh, fuckery, if you will, and just the uh, comments or the readings are all done live here in the studio audience. So do come down and join us at any time. Um, uh, We're a, a listener-supported radio, so donations are greatly appreciated, but there is no cost for any of this. So come on down, watch the show live, involve yourself live, uh, and get to meet the hosts or the our featured artists. And uh, as you well know, we've had pretty much an author almost every single show, and that's been very interesting. So today, we're actually going to have the author of um, a new book, um, just come out and uh, you can get it. To, it's already available for downloading. I, I noticed uh, I downloaded it on Google today, so I know it's there. And um, it's, it's uh, pretty interesting. He's got some interesting ideas. Uh, I'd like to, ex we're going to explore some with him when he comes in. S somewhat uh, controversial. Some of it is brilliantly simple, uh, I think, in its assessment, but it'll be interesting to hear from the author. And you can't do that unless you pay attention and listen in after. Uh, after uh, 8.30 tonight. And we will feature him for most of the hour, uh, so you will have some chance, uh, chance to get in a call or ask him a question uh, when that time comes. In any case, um, I want to also let you know that you can reach us if, you have, uh, if, if you'd like to sponsor the show. Uh, we've had some interest in some of the more esoteric... Um, I, hate, I almost hate the word sex, not because it's not descriptive. I mean, this is regarding sex, but um, facilitators, toys, playthings. Uh, last week of uh, last show, not last week, but last show was 420, and we had some uh, cannabis, uh, cannabis oil um, uh, sponsors. And, of course, as uh, any of you that have listened to Mutiny Radio in the past know, we were spo uh, sponsored by uh, Alta California, which is a large uh, medicinal marijuana company. And um, uh, so, you know, we do have some uh, interesting sidelights. In any case, I was going to bring up the, um, I'm going to describe a little bit of the author or the book. And uh, if any of you guys want to look it up uh, before or uh, um, kind of peruse it before you get on this show, that'd be great. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm going to allow you to do that. And of course, I changed my uh, my um, 
Facebook feed so that I can't find it, right? W just when you're on the air, um, it's, it, it becomes un unfindable. So just give me a second here, folks, and it's not that I won't ramble uh, because I'm capable of long spiels of talk. Uh, but so tonight we're going to have the author of Decoding Your Kink, and you can that is available online. You can get it. Uh, I also know that the last show we had the author of um, the lesbian haiku book uh, involving cats. And I actually ran into her book, featured at several bookstores in uh, Berkeley and Oakland over this last week. So congratulations there. Uh, at least it's getting some, some play. But um, we will have uh, Galen uh, Faust, who is a, reg uh, a therapist and um, obviously kink aware. And he'll be discussing some of his, uh, his um beliefs and going over some of his case studies from uh, and, and why he's gotten some of the uh, I would say how do you say uh, why he has what, what, what his opinions are based on that's ex actually what I'm trying to say any case um, and I also want to thank uh, House of Pride which precedes this program I have a feeling you'll end up seeing us with them in a crossover program at some point just because they're more more involved in the community, but uh, it is part of the community. So um, I'm glad to hope to have them at some point here in, in the near future. Uh, in any case, um, I'm going to uh, take a little, a couple of extra musical breaks just because we're solo today and set up for the interview. Uh, but uh, I've got a great soundtrack for you tonight, um, all involving sex in one way or another so uh, one of my s theme songs and one of the songs that i'd like to make a um song on well actually start the show with but because uh i got a uh, hit i uh, didn't get a chance to find it before um before the show tonight but uh one of my favorite songs is uh and we'll go over it in just a, a second here is um, Strict Machine, which um, I think, oops, is uh, an excellent song. And if you think about it, it's uh, actually a kind of a kinky song, too. Well, I, I think it has been some, somebody accused me of kinkifying everything in my life. Well, we'll have to ask Galen about that, because I have a quick wit, and it generally goes to sexual topics, which is probably why I co-host the show, huh, and produce it. So um, it will be interesting. Uh, I do have, I have, uh, I know that uh, Spicy Spice had wanted to be here tonight, but she has indicated that she's tied up, so she won't be coming on tonight, and then uh, the next show is probably going to be a little too packed for her, so, but she will be back on the first Wednesday of June. So the first Wednesday of June, and we already have uh, a nice lineup. I'll uh, wait and announce that a little bit later uh, in the month so that you know what to expect. But um, it was some people that we had hoped uh, we were going to have um, before the 420 show, but we couldn't do it. But they're so, but they, they have such a compelling story that we thought we'd uh, kind of fit them in again later on in the summer. So in, uh, without fewer further ado, 
I want to play you a little tune. There you go. I um, 
I like that. Now, for those of you who don't know what a strict machine is, it's a uh, pulley lever. Um, a strict machine would be like a wedge, for instance. So I don't know what strict machine they're loving, but I encourage it wholeheartedly. You know, as long as it, uh, it as long as you're a sentient being and it doesn't hurt you, I see no reason to. Um, and you're old enough, but but who am I to make that judgment, right? Uh, I think they're finding out now that cognitive 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 reasoning comes later in uh, uh, in their 20s, and yet we send our uh, kids to war, which I think we're gonna have to deal with uh, more seriously later on, or just make it so that only 50 year old guys go to war. Uh, it'll make the wars a lot shorter, I think. Even better, 40-year-old moms, because I'm pretty sure they'd figure out they didn't want to beat each other up pretty quickly and uh, come out. But uh, I digress. Again, that happens when you're a solo on the air and you have to fill a lot of time. So uh, anyway, I um, we do have a new Sam set coming in, and one of the nice things about Spicy being here is uh, she does a lot of her own music. Um, kind of like putting her stories to music as well, so... It's um, interesting that uh, oops that uh, that I mean she's got talent and it's interesting to see how how people put that talent to use uh, in in expressing their desires not just with sex but in all things so some of uh, some of them tell stories with music some of them tell stories with uh, with humor some of them tell stories to relieve the tension in their lives it's uh and and it kind of all comes through when when you start to do this for a while and you start to look at this and the people that you're involved with and how they got where they've got uh so regarding sex is really about exploring the sexual options that are available and demystifying them and unshaming them and that's a big part of what we're doing we're looking for consent and uh shameless behavior that's appropriate part of being shameless is being conscious and um, ethical and uh, you know working working out and then just letting yourself have fun without shaming yourself or presupposing there is an interesting story um, I have s children a uh, wide range of children but my older daughter is an adult now and married and uh, we had an interesting conversation a while back. And one of the things that I noticed is, and, and this is hard for a lot of people to fathom, but when I was a, just a child, too young to know what was going on, but still a child, it was illegal to be, it was actually considered a mel mental illness. Now, interestingly enough, it still is in some states in the United States to be gay. Nowadays, kids don't have any uh, any I mean th th that has th they've kind of outgrown that or they've grown past us so the future president of the United States may have had a bisexual or cutting edge experience in their life expectancy just uh, just kind of like when Bill Clinton said he smoked a joint and didn't inhale it S you know I guess he smoked too many cigars in his life but then again he put cigars to good use too didn't he uh, I, th I don't know that it was actually all that ethical at the end of it but uh, you know um, nobody knows what went on and how it was uh, politicized afterwards in any case um, I do want to uh, acknowledge at least 
the fact that the, our kids are growing up. They don't have that overhead anymore. Uh, they've, c- they've come out of, uh, somebody once, somebody important to me said to me yesterday, in order to have a, a really legitimate, edgy sexual experience, and, and so I want to stop and define that. What do I mean by edgy? I mean pushing your limits. Edgy could be showing up at a radio show and reading an erotic story that you wrote. Or it could be having sex with 15 guys at a party all at once. It depends on your level of uh, experience or what you're doing. Um, But uh, I'm glad that my friend then said, you know, you have to come out of your head to enjoy this. And so much of sex is in your head, and it should be in your head. It's your biggest sex organ is your brain. So use it, control it, capture it. In, in uh, kind of my sexual proclivity, capturing somebody's mind is hugely important. That's what my turn on is, and it's kind of my propensity. But uh, you've got to come out of your brain to it when you need to and not think about what you're doing beyond what you are doing. In other words, it's very uh, in the moment. So, uh, and I do know, by the way, from uh, uh, re- uh, speed reading uh, Galen's book, there is uh, kind of a, he and I have a different philosophy, but it doesn't mean uh, I'm right or not, uh, I'm not right, but I'm looking forward to exploring how he thinks, uh, I tend to be more transcendental and he tends to be more, well, that's not entirely true. I'm, I'm kind of oversimplifying this and he, of course, is welcome to, to come in on the, when he, uh, when he's, we have him in the sh- uh, on the show here in uh, the next 15 minutes, he's welcome to come in and, and uh, explain more uh, detail. But one of the things he does mention in his book is he thinks we actually ought to honor our, our uh, bodies or our corporal corporeal beings a little more and not be so transcendental. I suppose if you're too, too one way or the other, that kind of makes sense. But it'll be interesting to ask him that question and explore it. Uh, I do know that he called in, and uh, we got to get him set up. Uh, so again, because I'm uh, without a co-host tonight, I'm going to play a little more music. Typically, we take breaks every 20 minutes uh, and play a song or two, but I am actually going to um, do a little bit more music th- tonight just to give you a little break. And uh, frankly, uh, my son, who's not an adult yet and tends to speak his mind, whether it's uh, it's appropriate, well, whether I consider it appropriate or not, would say uh, he likes it when I stop talking. Yeah, uh, who? Go figure, right? You raise the kid, you give him candy, you don't make him eat salad, and then he comes up with that gem, huh? So, uh, but it is. Uh, you can have kids if you're not conscious when you're having sex. I also speak from experience on that point too. Anyway, another one for you. Been looking down Been looking down to the street below Been looking down Been looking down to the street below There's nothing in the way they move to show Thank you. 
We're back live, and on the phone with us from uh, Oregon is uh, Galen Faust. Well, I got that right. Are you there, Galen? Aha! We've got technical errors already. Hang on for folks. Are you s can you hear me? Okay, and uh, I didn't know if it, it, I actually... Oh, I'm sorry. How you doing? Are you back? Doing well. Okay. There you go. I'm sorry, uh, Galen. Uh, they've actually changed the board, so uh, I am. Um, I got the wrong mic button up. So, are you still with us? I'm still here. <laughs> there you go. So, y you know what's funny uh, is a radio show is only as good as your engineer. <laughs> if he doesn't turn you on, you're not going anywhere. 
So, uh, so go ahead and uh, why don't uh, we were talking a little bit off the air while we're listening to the musical break. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and your book? It's on our Facebook page for anybody that wants to uh, click and look. And I, as I mentioned to the audience a little earlier, it is already available for download. Uh, I know from at least the Google Play Store. Yeah. Well, hi everybody. Uh, this is Galen Foos. I am a an author uh, of a book, recent book called "Decoding Your Kink." A guide to exploring, sharing, and enjoying your wildest sexual desires. Uh, I'm also a, a therapist that works with clients. I mean, you know, my focus uh, is, uh, you know, there's the term sex positive. I go by the current term kink positive and, and how I work with people who are trying to untangle their desire, their authentic desire for, in this case, some range of kink, which is a broad palette of what that might look like and untangle it from all the parts of them that have been afraid, resisted, were ashamed, or even traumatized uh, around sexuality in general, let alone their uh, particular desires. Uh, and I'm also a researcher, uh, and I have an ongoing research project called the Discover Your Personal Erotic Myth Survey that people can take. It's up on my website, galenfoos.com. That's F-O-U-S, uh, where you can uh, take this 40-question survey and, and really start to drill down into the more detail and the richness uh, about your fantasies. Uh, as well, I'll just throw this out since we're on what I do. I also created the Tetris portable, uh, three-in-one portable dungeon suspension bondage rig and sex swing. Mm -hmm. But I'm here mostly to talk tonight about this topic of uh, in this program here called Regarding Sex, I understood from our talk earlier that it is about helping people uh, kind of how do you bridge your everyday life with your sexual life, you know, in, in a healthy way. Right. That's really kind of the broader topic. And, I, and that's what I, my mission is around those kinds of things, to bring sexuality up to the table as a legitimate topic of conversation and, and to treat it like uh, any other part of the human personality. And and I think a lot of what, as we discussed on a, a little bit uh, when we first uh, met, even people who associate and, and find us good human beings are, and uh, f um, com um, compassionate and empa uh, empathetic individuals have a tendency to look at the terminology we use and how we use it and how we interact with our partners and assume that uh, you know it's 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 easy for them to misrelate that uh you, you know it's uh again it's it, it's i i realize that there's a nomenclature that we all use within our tribes if you will and this is in many ways a tribe but it's uh it's actually not an unhealthy appetite and it's not really about uh and I don't know how you feel about it, but I, I know because uh, I've taken a lot of therapy in my life and my therapist was quink aware. You know, there's a lot of uh, I don't play with somebody who's not healthy mentally, physically and emotionally. And it's it's not that they're not human. Mm -hmm. We're all human. But that's a that's a big part of it. And I think that's that's a, lo a lot of what, you know, we look at the 50 shades of gray, which is in reality, it's kind of a good thing and a bad thing. It exposed uh, part of our tribe, for instance, to the general public, but in a way that I, th I found was very demeaning. Uh, you know, he, he was a sexually abused child who then took it out on, or that was the, the assumption that was kind of portrayed in the books. Yeah. So. Well, uh, you, those are all good points that you're bringing mm -hmm. up there. Uh, 
Well, and one kink is a complex sexual territory right. that's been little really explored and mapped, and a lot of people step into it kind of, uh, it's kind of like pioneering, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, 200 years ago, people went off to the wilderness and pioneered their way into these new territories and found all kinds of riches, and there were also dangers and risks. So, you know, so we're kind of at this stage now where the pioneers, the vanguard, oh. are, are the ones who are out in the, the territory exploring alternative sexuality. What I was going to say is, I, I'm not sure, I'm not I get. I, I understand what you're saying, and I agree with you. Within our life, uh, our lifespans, or the or the or the generations around our lifespan. But if you look at some of what, you know, uh, some of what the was uh, evolving in the Roman Empire and the Egyptian Empire, and some of the stuff, that, some of the stuff that we're doing today, they openly did back then. But yeah, so this, this dimension has always been there, but it's yes. never been this run and loose in the culture at large. You know, uh, before with the internet, it just kind of caused this kind of, when I look at it, this unprecedented release of sexual arrows uh, yes. in which people are able to explore, you know, experiment through online, you know, anonymous ways. And then also that's led to tribes gathering, as you say, mm -hmm. uh, in terms of in all kinds of uh, new uh, sexual communities of all sorts mm -hmm. uh, are emerging that. All have been around for a long time, but they haven't been this prevalently mm -hmm. uh, examined and explored. And you know, the the mass at large community is is pursuing sex like never before. I think right. before it was always like the the jet set of every era. You know, we're all yes. the decadent body, yeah. you know, wild sexual explorers. The masses were just you know under the churches harsh authority, at least in the European side of the coin. Mm -hmm. uh, but but this still is a emergence. This emergence now is still at a very mature, immature adolescent state. So there is a lot of recklessness and irresponsibility, and uh, people don't know how to handle this uh, energy yet. So mm -hmm. that's part of what I've been working on and exploring and researching is, is try to help build some tools that people can <clears throat> uh, can step into these parts of themselves, these are erotic uh, creatures almost, you know, that, that want to come out and play in a healthy way. You know, so our culture has pathologized sex for so long that it's hard for people not to think of that there must be some, oh, these poor souls must have been damaged in some way. And that's yes. like you talked about with the Fifty Shades of Grey guy. That's why they're into being a sadist or, uh, you know, wanting to tie somebody up or control them, whatever. Um, and so uh, and this is much the same as what was applied to homosexuality in the 50s forward, you know. Yeah. All these poor souls, what could have made, you know, something must have happened to make them want to have sex with the wrong gender, you know, or right. something. Well, well so kinks talk, you talk in about in your, even in your own field, I, I brought this, I, uh, I imagine you're bringing this up because I actually mentioned it at the uh, beginning of the show. When I was a child, too too young to do anything about it, but within my lifetime, sex uh, homosexuality was considered a deviant um, mental illness. Yeah, until seventy-two, I think. Yeah, seventy-two. Yeah, uh, it's still considered legally in some states. It still is, but the AMA actually called it a uh, um, a mental illness until yeah. seventy-two. So it's a little changed since then, hasn't it? 
Yeah, so and this is like, you know, these are coming in waves. So the gay and lesbian community really led the charge in terms mm -hmm. of taking this to a political level of where it was, you know, your civil rights uh, mm -hmm. are at stake. And I think the kink community is kind of going to be going down that same trail because we will get challenged, uh, depending right. on who gets elected next, especially mm -hmm. uh, in terms of being not made illegal, you know, right. in, in many regards. Well, it is illegal in, in many regards in some states. Yeah, there is. I mean, there's all kinds of ways people yeah. can still get in trouble. Uh, right. Uh, in with the law, uh, even if they're consensually agreeing to do something, right. that that's totally right. uh, silly. But I think the important point here is that yeah, this is not a pathology. This is a name right. inherent, lifelong sexual framework that someone has. Just like if someone is a homosexual or a lesbian mm -hmm. or a transgender right. or whatever, it's not like a pathology. It is simply an innate dimension of Eros that we really haven't allowed, uh, generally right. as the mainstream culture hasn't allowed to have that kind of diversity going on. And, and I, I think one of the analogies I like to uh, look at is I have many friends, they've been on the show, who are storytellers. They, they spin a yarn, it takes you on a journey, and it, and, it, and it sucks you in. Well, I have known in my life several uh, pathological, what I call pathological liars or con men mm. and women who will then take a story, make it real, make you feel it, and then take advantage of you. Mm. What, it doesn't make one right or the other wrong. They're both stories. It's, it's I think, more or less the intent, the, yeah. the consciousness. So I that's what I teach that is uh, yeah. I have a practices, and this is what I help work with people on, is mm -hmm. people who want to take their sexuality out of the out of the shadows, you know, mm -hmm. out of their dishonesty, out of their ways they've hidden it, snuck it, not been straight up with it, and who want to participate with it in a conscious, healthy way. That means transparency, that means clear negotiation, uh, you know, uh, there's no perfection. I mean, people can still make errors along the way, but I mean, mm -hmm. it's with the intention, I think, as you mentioned, to, you know, engage someone uh, in a way that's, you know, risk aware. Uh, consensual, negotiated, and with things built in to where you can stop, adjust, you know, check in mm -hmm. uh, all along the path in terms of uh, a scene. So I think it's really what's lacking or what, what we have to work on more is get these tools out there that people can use to help them bridge this. Now, there's this thing you kind of mentioned about, well, there is the there are people who are kind of uh, you know, moving more, doing the same thing in terms of, uh, you know, but they're the kind of the psychopaths who are operating with kind of a mean intent right. uh, versus uh, two people who just meet and want to engage, you know, oh, I'm a dom, you're a sub, oh, wow. oh you like, uh, are you tied up? Oh, I like to tie up. You know, where you're just finding these mutual desires uh, mm -hmm. that are... are I mean, this is kind of what's fascinating about the way that, that the fact that people can meet another person with the same kink. And I mentioned earlier, this is kind of a pantheon. I mean, the array of kinks and fetishes that are, like, if you go on Fat Life, yeah. and the group, all the different groups that are formed, and they're yes. all populated. Yes. You know, it's Thousands like in the gene pool, there are counterparts to every kink or fetish that has one side. The other side is already in yeah. the gene pool. And now with the internet, these, uh, which has never happened before, and these 
would never have found each other hardly uh, ever before otherwise now people can actually kind of discover oh you too there's oh well, there's others like this yes you know especially for one of the more, more yeah. obscure oh, what a revelation that was for me mm. you know when when i thought, way. yeah well i i mean i, I agree with you i I, uh, I, I'm not really, I've mentioned parts of this on the air before, and, and most of my friends know it, but I knew I was different from mm. the time I was 13 and I was aware. I never was turned on by pictures. It was the stories that uh, found me, and I would look at a single picture and create a story, and the story mm. would go to being stranded on an island and have complete freedom. Now, when you're, uh, I think that I was conscious of this stuff at like 11, 12, 13, that, t that range. There's, there's no framework for that. Uh, I know you, uh, one of the things no. you mentioned in the book is that we, we used to have tribes, and the tribes would train the, the girls to be uh, nubile and women and, 